take a seat in your coziest chair, pour yourself an ice-cold glass of milk, and once you are ready, let's go on a voyage! Gatekeeper Whip was not what you'd call vain. He was what the vainest man alive might call vain. He had that pompous kind of vanity only given to someone who clearly was desperately in love with themselves, paired with an unshakable fear that out there in the world was someone more lovable than him. He was preening when the invasion started. More specifically, he was lounging in a particularly revealing swimsuit at the edge of Lord Windsor's manor hoping that someone would approach so that he could be marveled at. He was within eyeshot of the pool, which was vacant, within a stone's throw of the baseball diamond, no game was playing today, and no more than 50 feet from a refreshment stand, manned by Huxley, who Whip did not feel inclined to impress. One would not so much call his swimsuit still on his body, as they would call it loosely dangling in a way that edged on being worn. He kept turning his crane head this way and that, trying to catch someone's attention. But alas, nobody worthy today. As in, most days. But today was, in fact, not like most days. Because today, a sheepish orc skeleton wandered out of the ocean, covered his eye holes with his skeletal hand. He would certainly be blushing quite fiercely at Gatekeeper Whip's flaunting ways had he skin still on his skull. I'm sorry, but could you put a robe on? We are here to take control of the island, since I believe you're expecting guests. Guests which I, and my mistress Unglianne, and our new allies all want a word with. And as the orc stepped out of the water, he was followed out by many, many figures. All of them quite short, and all of them murmuring in quiet fury and excited glee about the revenge they would take on the crew of the How Am I Feeling. And as the orc escorted Whip back to the gatehouse while looking up at the sky, the crowd behind him began a soft chant. Gnome. Gnome. Gnome! Oh, God. I am Ben Schiffler, and I am your dungeon master. Gramps lunges uh, and attempts to stick you through with his bony hand. Ishmael? Oh, good. I've got 11 AC. Uh, he hits, and he deals you a solid oh, 10 points of damage. Oh, down. You're down already. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I live life on the edge, you know? Sometimes mm-hmm. risks don't work out. <laughs> Shouldn't uh, have eaten that pickle. He sticks you with the... Uh, <laughs> no, that was ketchup. 
he sticks you with the his bone right through your uh, chest, uh, and you feel entirely horrible as you automatically fail your constitution save, which means that uh, you reduce all of your damage this combat by two. Okay. All damage that I deal? Yes. Got it. The uh, the rest of the skeletons sneak onto the ship, uh, and they pop into wherever you guys are sleeping that evening when they invade. So let's start at the top of the initiative, Flaxen. Where are you when you are woken up by a skeleton stabbing you through the stomach? Uh, I'm in my in my hammock. All right, a skeleton climbs through one of the portholes uh, and sticks you through the stomach with a big bony hand. It hurts. Okay, you yeah. take a single point of damage. Uh, and you make a con save. Alrighty. 14. Uh, okay, that is a success. All you right. are not rattled, which is what I'm calling the thing where you reduce all the damage you deal. I and like I'm it. flexing the half-orc <laughs> rogue. <laughs> I like Play this so net. much. <laughs> I like this very much. Virgil, where are you when you get stabbed? Uh, I had fallen asleep on the deck while I was shining my boots. <laughs> mm, yeah, they're the a little lighter. Didn't work out. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of slumped in the corner with my back up against the deck railing wall thing. Excellent. Uh, you get stabbed through the stomach. Uh, what's your AC? Thirteen. That is a hit, and you take eight points of damage. And uh, uh, make me a con save. Seven. Your damage <laughs> is reduced by two for the rest of the combat. Damage I With a deal. minimum of one. Damage you deal. Reduced by two to a minimum of one. Because I'm rattled. Mm-hmm. I'm Virgil. I was just stabbed while I slipped, and I'm played by Jake. I'm a Great. fighter, by the way. <laughs> uh, excellent. Next is Rowan. Where are you when you get stabbed? Oh, God. They're stabbing everyone. Um, I probably just let the ship take over sailing, and I'm probably like... Wherever the hammocks are, under decks. Cool. Snoozing. Yeah, down in the main cabin. Yeah. Uh, you... What's your AC? Oof, my AC 13. You take a single point of damage, and you oh, make a con shit. save as you get a bone through the knee. Ow. Con save. I used to be a Santa until I took a bone through the knee. Oh, God. <laughs> Not Welcome oh, to God. 2011. <laughs> Quality eight-year-old reference. I got a non-natural one. Oh, great! You deal three less damage to a minimum. I don't of know one what you guys are talking about. They just released that game on Switch again. <laughs> they just released <laughs> that game two years ago. Uh huh. And I'm Rowan Ridley, and I just got stabbed. <laughs> Play my shing. Uh, all right. Is that everybody? Uh, Ishmael got stabbed. Avalyn. I'm Ishmael Overcast. <laughs> I got stabbed. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an elf sorcerer. I'm played by Emma. This feels like an AA meeting. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, uh, and did, did we stab Avalyn? Not yet. Oh, not yet yet? All right. Avalyn, where are you? Uh, well, I mean, I don't have to get stabbed, you know. Uh, but It's true. Uh, I have been... Um, in the captain's quarters uh, at the desk, uh, still working on my legal defense, and I have fallen asleep mm. on the desk. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> What's your armor class? 15. 
you don't get stabbed. Uh, a, uh, your your natural uh, uh, defenses kick in. Uh, you feel a brush of wind across your back uh, as you whirl to the right, uh, and the skeleton jams a bone right into the desk in the captain's quarters. Uh, and you spin around, and you have a chance to even attack it. All right. I immediately enter rage and hit it with the desk. <laughs> and Goodbye, all the papers desk. on it go flying. Indeed. Uh, do I still have that disadvantage thing from the pickles? Of course you do! All right, so I'm recklessly attacking to negate that, so it's Great. just normal. Um, uh, 18. 18, that will hit this bone, brother. All right, what what, di- what dice am I rolling for, for a desk? Oh, I'd say a d12. d12 for a desk. Great. Um, that is 19 damage. Jesus. All right. You bring the desk down on top of this uh, skeleton. The desk crunches and uh, the skeleton falls to pieces on the ground. And then the skeleton slowly rebuilds itself in front of you. uh, And you see all of its bones catch fire. And its head spins around and its jaw opens up and it says, I had eggs for breakfast today. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what eggs do? How do skeletons eat? Wouldn't it just like fall through their jaw? I am uh, Avalyn Veristinia, the elven rage monster. Um, and I am voiced by Connor. <laughs> All right. It's Flaxen's turn. I'm stabbed by Connor. <laughs> So, I have an important question that's going to heavily dictate when I immediately slash at them right after I ask this. Mm -hmm. What does my cloak do? Ah, yes. Your cloak gives you plus two to your dexterity, plus two to your initiative, and plus two to acrobatics. In my case, I got a 27. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Dope, As your captain, I'm going to need you to hand over that cloak. So, I roll a... (laughs) 24 to hit the skelly. That will hit. Oh, wait a minute. I rolled a 10 because I have disadvantage uh, from the yes. pickles. Uh, you uh, lunge at the skeleton that's next to you and you are at your hammock. Mm-hmm. Um, it lunges, uh, it, it, it dodges to the left uh, and then you see uh, it flicker uh, and a second skeleton appears next to it and it, it unhinges its jaw and it says... Porridge. What? You gotta give me some of that. Do we have that? Did you eat that from our galley? No, we got a chef. Baker Bilgy, best in the business. Uh. Next is Virgil. So I'm still like kind of sitting from where I was sleeping on the ground. So I want to just reach up and grab its skull with one of my hands and bash it into the deck floor. Nice. Very good. The deck of the ship, the deck floor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Improvised attack. What's a 14 do? A 14 will hit it, for sure. Yeah, you grab it by its eye holes and you slam it into the deck. Uh, roll me improvised weapon damage and then also make me a strength roll just to see how tough y'all being against this sucker. Okay, well I do... Seven minus two, because I'm rattled, so five. And then my strength is a 22. 
Uh, you're able to hold grip on this skeleton even when it slowly begins oozing green slime out of its eye holes that seems a little corrosive and deals one point of damage to you. What did that one eat for breakfast? It seems like it wants to unhinge its jaw and say, like, strawberries and cream, but it can't because you're holding its head very tightly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want, like, a thumb in its eye socket. It's kind of how I got my grip. Oh, yeah. You got tight grip on that one. Do these skillies have, like, cool glowy eyes, like magic magic lights in in their eye sockets instead of eyes? Of course they do. That's Absolutely. Sweet. Yeah, these are technically bone elementals, not skeletons, so they got magic in their bones. Uh, the skeletons go now. Uh, the skeleton that you're holding on, Virgil, uh, it attempts to bite down on your fingers. Um, mm-hmm. It is not able to. Uh, you've got too tight of a grip on it, but it does deal one more damage of acid to you as it oozes all over your pants. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for that reaction. Uh, the uh, next skeleton that attacks will be against Flaxen. There's two skeletons now standing in front of you, and each mm-hmm. of them lunge at you, one of them with a 12 and one of them with a 24. Okay. The 12 definitely does not hit. The 24 definitely hits. Uh, and it deals two points of damage. Okay. The two skeletons that are next to Gramps lunge at you, Ishmael. Um, I'm down. Oh, yeah. The two of them lunge at Ishmael and pick Ishmael up uh, and carry oh. Ishmael over towards the edge of the boat. Sweet. Oh, shit. Oh, that's crap. Nice. <laughs> and then the skeleton that's attacking Avalyn is up again and on fire, uh, and it thoroughly misses you. Uh, and then the skeleton that's attacking Flaxen uh, with an 18. Sorry, not not Flaxen, uh, Rowan. Hmm. <laughs> I keep messing sorry. up your two names. They're too close. Yeah, Can we are. repeat that? Because I thought you were talking to him. Yeah, sorry. Uh, with an 18 to hit Ro- uh, hit Flaxen. No, Rowan. God. I Rowan. Right <laughs> <the first> time. <laughs> okay. Only armor cost is 13. Okay, that's a hit. Dealing nine points of damage. Oh, God. Really nice that that they're missing me, the one with hit points. We all yeah. are really low AC. I'm at, I'm at two HP. Bifkin is not too bad. I'm not wearing armor and my AC is higher than some of you guys. What's your AC? My AC is 15, because I block with my chest. All right, the next one up is Rowan. Well, um, I'm at really low HP, so I'm below decks. I'm going to attempt to actually just kind of, like, try to get to someone. I think I'm alone down uh, under decks, so I'm going to try to, like, find the rest of the crew while avoiding the skeleton. Yeah, so you're below Dex, and you can see the other person below Dex is Flaxen. So the two oh, of you Flaxen's are in the same me. room. Yeah, Flaxen, how's your HP? Uh, I'm at seven. Okay, so uh, first I'm gonna like try to nimbly like flip out of my hammock and get back to back with uh, Flaxen, so we have a little bit of coverage as to our blind spots. Nice. And then I'm going to cast Barter Inspiration on you. Sweet. And you get a d6 to whatever thing you do next. Can that, is that just attack and stuff like that? Not damage? Mm-hmm. I think okay. so. Correct. Y'all should get the ghast to help out. Oh, the ghast oh, is yeah. with us. Yeah. <laughs> is he down here with us? Uh, the ghast, you would need to do this on your turn. Uh, next is Ishmael. Shall I make a death save? You shall. I got one fail. Oh, jeez. All right, and with that, uh, you see death. 
Oh, good. <laughs> oh, this is this is good. This is fun. Mm-hmm. She is uh, sitting right next to you, and you have a bit of a, a brief little out-of-body experience, literally, as you see yourself in front of you, and you, in a misty form, are standing right next to yourself, looking at your body. And Death uh, is sitting on the railing of your ship, uh, and she was, it looks like, filling out a Sudoku when she uh, turns over and sees you again, and then she kind of, like, puts up a hand to keep you out of her eyesight. Uh, I look down at myself and up at her and down at myself, and I put a hand over my eyes, too, to keep her out of my eyesight. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, next up is Avalyn. All right, so this thing is on fire and somehow still alive? Yes. All right, it seems like seems... one good hit would take this thing down. The eggs, you're guessing, gave a buff that, like, when you're reduced to zero, you get, you don't die. And you mm-hmm. come back on fire. Ah, okay. Oh, so I didn't set it on fire. It, 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 no, that was its it was already thing. on fire. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. Well, in that case, all right. Yeah, I'm going to try and tear it in half. Great. Should I that make an attack strength? or a strength save? Strength. You can grab hold of this thing. All right. 23. Uh, yeah, you tear this thing in half very easily uh, and scatter its bones around the. Well, what I actually want to do is. Mm-hmm tear it in half and then come bursting out of the captain's quarters wielding uh, one of its legs in my right arm and its ribcage as a shield in my other arm (laughs) amazing (laughs) yes absolutely (laughs) you can definitely do that Uh, it's quite a spectacle to behold and gramps who now sees you as he was walking over towards the cabin uh, looks up and says well there good to see you again avalyn i bellow at him (laughs) Still doing that deep breathing, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Next is Flaxen. All right, I lunge and stab one of the skeletons. As you do, you notice neither of the two skeletons below decks are looking at you. Both of them are looking behind them, where you can hear inside the galley, uh, it sounds like there's a fight happening, where a skeleton is fighting something else in the galley. Uh, is the ghast down here with us normally? The ghast is down here with you normally, and you can see the ghast is in its customary corner, uh, snoozing. Um, you can see its uh, gazelle-like form underneath its shadowy, smoky exterior um, because mm. of your your good eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna try to wake up the ghast. Yo, ghast, Ishmael, that's your name now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, good. <laughs> Ooh. Ishmael yes. over gas. Yeah. Good morning or night. Help me take out these skellies. Make me an arcana check. Alrighty. That is a 19. The night ghast turns over towards you, bows its head in a way that you've seen other elementals bow to masters before, and then it opens up its mouth and lets out like a scree-like scream where it goes... <laughs> Uh, and, uh, uh, all of the, uh, skeletons in the lower decks immediately, like, are stunned, and they kind of drop their, uh, weapons and are reeling for a second. The mirror image of the second skeleton below decks vanishes as concentration is lost. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, do I still have an action to swing at the other one? Cool. You have advantage since it's stunned. Sweet. So that gives me sneak attack. 
You already have sneak attack since you're standing right next to Rowan. Okay, well, that's a 26. That'll hit. For 11 damage. Very nice. The skeleton looks pretty injured at this point. Cool. I'm going to move, like, not my full distance, but I'm going to move towards the galley. And, okay, like, change yeah. the you side clearly aren't provoking attacks of opportunity because they're already rattled. Uh, they're already okay. stunned. Next would be Virgil. All right. Uh, without thinking, I grab my axe and I swing it at the skeleton in front of me with a 21. That'll absolutely hit. Ooh, and I do 11 damage. Is my- that minus your rattled? That is minus it, yeah. Wowzer. Uh, yeah, you hack at this thing and its skeleton head falls clean off. Um, it's not grounded though it's still attacking you though it seems like it's pretty chaotic in its attacks with no eyes to see okay and then i want to look around my ship and see uh who is most in need of my blade that would definitely be ishmael who is currently being escorted probably tossed over the edge of the ship to drown and die uh by two skeletons yeah that's me all right well then i'm going to leave (laughs) the headless skeleton behind and okay, it tries to attack you as you leave, yeah. and not once, and it attacks itself in its own shin bone and collapses dead. Nice. <laughs> Yay. I don't even get the experience. <laughs> yeah, it levels up, actually. <laughs> so it's now a level two skeleton. So this is some real Shadows of Mordor level enemy fighting. Uh, yeah, and you're able to make it over towards those two skeletons. Well, I want to do that, and then I'm going to use my uh, action surge. Ooh. To attack again, because I can use one additional action per rest. Very nice. I'd say you have advantage on this because they're carrying Ishmael. So they are not guarding themselves against an attack. And they're not dropping Ishmael at the moment. 24. That'll certainly hit. And I do five. Five damage. That is enough to make them drop Ishmael onto the ground, not over the edge of the boat. Uh, and Ishmael's body kind of rolls over and Florms over onto the deck. <laughs> does it sound like a death flormph? It does. It sounds like a one third of the way to dead flormph for oh, sure. God, <laughs> that's the end of my turn. All right. Next would be the skeletons. Uh, the skeletons are all stunned except for the two that were carrying Ishmael. So the two of them both attack Virgil now uh, with a thirteen and a twenty-two. Both hit. Dealing one point of damage and another hot two points of damage. The only other skeleton that's up there is Gramps, um, but Gramps has a different initiative. So let's hit it up with Rowan. The two skeletons down below decks are stunned, um, and the whatever fight was going on inside the uh, uh, the galley seems to have stopped. Mm-hmm. Inside the mess, I think it's in the mess. Cool. Um, I kind of want to just get out of such close quarters. Um, as, uh, Flaxen was kind of moving away, I was, like, keeping pace with him. But then after the skeletons got stunned, I think I'm gonna try to make my way above deck. Okay. And, uh, scope at the situation. Yeah, you can run above deck and see that there's the two that Virgil are fighting. From up here, you can actually see that scrambling over towards Ishmael's body is, uh, the quartermaster. And Rhythm is running over, trying to stop the bleeding. Uh, climbing up from her boat. Uh, You can also spy that uh, Gramps is advancing on Avalon, Veristinia. 
as you do say that see this, Gramps turns over towards you and waves and says, Ah, hey, Rowan. Good to see you again. How are you holding up? I just kind of like stop mid-step and I'm like, I'm doing great. I'm going to go this way. And I make my, <laughs> w- make my way uh, over to Ishmael. And um, can, I, can I cast Cure Wounds this turn? Yes, you can. You, can you do you that? Is that a wounds? thing you can do? Yeah, like, wait, doesn't, don't my spells, like, reset? How long have you had healing magic, Rowan? (laughs) I mean, after it turned out to be useless, the first few times I had my spells, I eventually shifted, like, changed out some of my spells. I just never had the chance to use them. Is that a thing you can do? Can I? Do I have to, like, announce that I have changing my spells, like, every day? You don't have to announce it, but it's when you, like, wake up. They don't? No, bards just know spells, I think. Like, sorcerers. So, actually, I don't think you can do that. You're just supposed to, like... Yeah, I think you're just supposed to keep the spells you've got. So whatever spells just, you have right now, just those are that canon. part out. Oh, you <laughs> can <laughs> change no every time you level were up. before that. <laughs> I, I think yeah, you can fair. swap one out when you level up. Um, so you know four spells. I know five four. spells. Yes. Good old Rowan and her cure wound spell. I've always loved that one. Remember when we did? <laughs> we, hey, we, hey Scotty, those. can you edit yeah. this back into episode two where there's like a moment <laughs> where someone gets punched and then we just right now I'll say like, wow, Rowan's good got thinking. a very good cure wounds. <laughs> Wait, okay, so I mean, I want to follow the rules of this. Like, am I or am I not allowed to do this because I'm a bard? So you basically, whatever spells you have right now, that's mm-hmm. what spells you have learned. You can cast different spells each day because you're using up different like, you can cast different amounts of different spells but yeah. you only know the spells that you know. You can't change what spells you know between adventures. Oh. You might be able to change them when you level, but I'm not 100% sure. Pretty sure you can. Um, yeah. You can probably swap yeah. one out when you level up. So, I, I mean, I'm at, I'm at level two right now, right? So, yeah. So, at level two, you would learn one new spell, and you could, if you wanted, replace one of your known spells with a new spell. But I think All of okay. them would have to be first level spells, out. We're good. though. Okay, I think I never just updated my spell list, so I think I can do this, actually. You can definitely cast Cure, cure Wounds. Like, ooh, that's that's totally okay. Okay, cool. I'm going to do the thing now. Five hit points. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you You have the last moment of seeing Death uh, completing her Sudoku, and then you return to her bo- your body. And actually, you can still see Death there, uh, oh. sitting on the <laughs> railing. And she's continuing to work on her Sudoku. And she gives you another look, and she sees that you can see her again. And she just, like, like very clearly, like, focuses on her Sudoku at this point. <laughs> this is very, like, Doctor Strange in the, in the mirror dimension type thing. Uh, is it my turn now? Uh, it is Ishmael's turn. Yeah, you're back up. Dog. All right. Oh, man. You can see that right next to you is Rowan, who just healed you up using magic bits. And then uh, there's also Rhythm was over next to you uh, trying to stop your bleeding and failing. Uh, okay. I like wake up with like a sputter. And I like glance over and I see Death doing her Sudoku and I glance back and see Rowan and Rhythm and I and I wide eye look at both of you and I say, uh Thanks. That was close. And then Then I stand up and see Gramps. Mm-hmm. Gramps I, turns over to you and says, Hey, welcome back. Hey, are you attacking us? Yeah, got the orders from the old granddaughter. You know how it is. Hey, hey what if you just didn't do that? 
Unfortunately, it's built into, well, my bones, as they say. Yeah, I'm, I'm an elemental. I got to follow the orders. Just like that guest downstairs got to follow the orders of that elementalist downstairs. But like, what if we kill you? Well, I mean, go for it. That's all right. I'd say give it, give it your all. Well, I mean, okay, since you asked. <laughs> Look, I'll just be summoned back up again and and uh, and hang out with Ungly Ann. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess I'll cast a, a damage spell then. Uh, Has that happened before? Yeah, I've done that once before. <laughs> okay. It was also against Gramps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm not sure how I want to flavor this, though. I guess I'll just like... I think this is probably kind of a pathetic uh, spell here. Like, I'm not not in the right headspace, so I kind of just, like, jump up and down a little bit to pump myself up. I'm like, all right, all right, here we go. And I don't even use my guitar. I just, like, hold out my hands like a Kamehameha, and I try to cast Ray of Frost. <laughs> Great. What? <laughs> I had my money on Fog Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> not really a damage spell there. <laughs> um, Ray of Fog. Only a 10, though. Only a 10. Uh, a, a swirl of cold mist flies out of your hand and poofs harmlessly against Gramps's body. And he says, well, it was a noble effort. You know, it's trying that's half the battle. You just got to keep on chugging. And that'll uh, that'll get you where you want, kid. I, I believe in you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next is Avalyn. All right. I'm just going to sprint at Gramps and using the hand that has a rib cage on it, I'm going to try and punch him into the ocean. Very nice. Attack roll. That is a 10. All right. You lunge at Gramps and with arms outstretched, you go to punch him. Gramps kind of sighs and shakes his head uh, as he steps to the right and says, Kid, if you don't get that in check, you got to have some element of self-control. Otherwise, stuff like this happens. Uh, and he brings uh, his arm down on the back of your neck, sending you sprawling to the ground. Dealing five points of damage. Is that bludgeoning damage? Uh, yes. All right. So three points of damage. And now it's Gramps' turn. He's continuing his conversation with you, Ishmael, and he says, Yep, Unglian has had us attacking every ship from any harbor that we can find that looks anything like resembling yours. And so we, uh, you know, just trying to capture you and get her back to Unglian. Because that's her yeah, request. What, is, what, what does she want with us? Oh, I, you know, Unglian's had a really hard go of it i think she she expects that capturing you as well as the uh the rest of the artsy boys will win her father's praise back for her devil knows is he that still won't alive? happen her father or is he dead in the fog oh man now you're bumping up against my other request sungleon said i couldn't talk to you nothing about the warden or his uh -huh, husband so that's a that's a shame yeah but i can talk about other things uh, <laughs> what have you guys been up to? Going north through the Whetstone Isles, that's a tough break of it, he says, as he tries to stab through Avalon's back. Is he making small talk while trying to murder me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gramps misses you and sticks the top of the deck, and it's Flaxen's turn. There's two skeletons still downstairs, oh, and there then there was two. a fight happening in the mess. I thought you said that the noise in the mess died down. The noise inside the mess did die down, so there was a fight there, but mm. if it was between a skeleton and someone, 
probably the skeleton got stunned and now there's no mm-hmm. more fight happening there. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, I'm just going to try and finish off this skeleton with my sword. 22. That'll hit. And you get Four. sneak attack since they're still stunned. 17 damage. <laughs> yeah, that'll send this guy's bones flying across the uh, That's cabin. And the uh, night ghast uh, gallops over and munches up a couple of the bones happily. Uh, the night ghast lets out a faint like, <laughs> which it thinks is cute. And then it attacks <laughs> the other skeleton, continuing off your previous request. The night ghast bites its foot with a crit. And you see slowly, like, uh, it's turning to Zelda particle dust, uh, a creeping green necrotic energy swells inside the night ghast, and then slowly begins clawing its way up the skeleton's leg and all through its body until it dissolves into green powder. <laughs> cool. Gross. And then something slams into your legs, runs past you out of the galley, uh, and climbs up the stairs in a blur. Ooh. Did it look short and gnomish? Uh, it looked short, but certainly not gnomish. But ghastly. Not ghastly at all, no. Did Can I roll to have maybe glimpsed what it was? Sure, make me a perception with this advantage. That would be an 11. An 11. Whatever it was had green skin and looked angsty. Next is... Mean? Virgil. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, give the old... Whoever's nearest me a, a smack in the bones. Nice. It's Ishmael. Ishmael's next. All to right, you. Ishmael. What's your AC? <laughs> no, this it would be confusing. the it would be the other one of the two uh, skeletons that we're holding. Ishmael. Right. Okay. I'm going for one of them. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. That'll absolutely hit. Absolutely. Nine damage. Nine damage, and that reduces this one. It looks a little weaker than the others uh, to bones upon the deck. The uh, remaining skeletons uh, are, there is one other downstairs that sprints after the little green blur uh, running out of the mess through the downstairs cabin past you and the night ghast, and it runs past both of you, giving you both attacks of opportunity as it runs after the blur, the two of you being Flaxen and the night ghast. I'm going to take a little sword swing at it with a 14. Uh, That will just hit. Phew. Uh, dealing... <laughs> uh, five damage. Five damage. You get a whack on it. The Nightgast misses, and the skeleton continues upstairs following the green blur. The only other skeleton up top is Gramps, I believe. Uh, all the rest are dealt with. And with that, it's Rowan's turn. Uh, so the only skeleton left is Gramps. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's another one that ran from downstairs. So actually, if you're upstairs, you see it run past you. Uh, a little green blur runs past you with a skeleton chasing close behind it. Make me a perception check to see what it is. It's green Sonic. Green. <laughs> no. Gronic. I super don't want to. With do human teeth. Yeah, I kind of want to. Sonic like turning character. into spirited away. 15. Just a bunch of little spirits 15. running around on it. You know what this is uh and in fact you've seen it before um it's a little alligator teen 
Uh, <laughs> Whoa! It seems what? like it's Stow in fact away? it's the son of the uh, the alligator mayor from Crunchbite, uh, who probably has been stowing away inside your mess and eating all of your food. Uh, uh, are you serious? I knew it was Damn it, Gator Sonic. <laughs> Uh huh. And the speedy gator uh, runs up to the deck and hides behind Avalon uh, as the skeleton runs past you uh, to go. Actually, we'll say he hides behind you, Rowan, <laughs> uh, because you're closer. Uh, and a skeleton like charges up at you. At me. Oh shit. And the the alligator like uh, murmurs in low angsty tones, like ah ah ah, help. <laughs> I was really confused. I thought, like, is that what alligators sound like? I don't think so. Um, That's what this one sounds like. Uh, do I have enough time to, like, take out my crossbow and try to, like, hit it? Sure. Okay. Hit the gator? No. No, I'm not going to hit a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the skeleton that's, like, chasing after the alligator. Do crossbows use decks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15? 15 will hit him. And then a 1d8. Five. Five. That deals five damage to him. He falls down to one knee, but is not done. And the skeleton roars, and uh, you see its eyes go very red, and it catches fire. uh, Just like the one upstairs did. Neat. Eggs. Uh, Next would be (laughs) Ishmael. Hmm. All right, Gramps. Look, what if we cut you a deal? You you don't do this, and we save you a save you the trouble of having to be resummoned. Huh? Sorry, kid. I mean, I'd love it. I I would love if Unglian would get some friends, and y'all seem like nice boys. But tr- truth of the matter is, I think she's got her heart set on. On, on capturing you all and bringing y'all back to the prison, so that her 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 commands to me were quite strong, and I'm afraid I can't break that. You do know that we can't that. go back through that fog, right? I. You see him bite the the. I guess he can't really bite his lip. You can, you see him bite his teeth uh, and grind them a little <laughs> bit, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he says, "I know more than." Uh, uh, then I can say. At that, I want to glance back. Is Death still sitting on our boat? Yes, and she's looking back at you, and then she kind of sheepishly turns back to her Sudoku and puts up a blinder again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no one else seems to notice her, right? Can Correct. I tell? It does look like you just stared at the railing after talking to Gramps in kind okay. of either a passive-aggressive move or a power play. Either way, <laughs> Gramps is kind of impressed. Um, okay, I want to make a, a check. Per- perhaps this would be Arcana or History, I'm not sure. Do I know ways to overwrite orders given to a elemental? Sure. Make me a Arcana check. Okay. Um, 14. 14. Man, you wish you, at this moment, paid more attention in school. Uh, You had classes (laughs) on this stuff. It's like, oh, there's, like, not in person. uh, There's probably ways that a powerful elementalist might be able to, if they can get their hands on the manacles that actually bind them. Um, You can unbind an elemental from someone else if you're able to break those manacles, but it requires a powerful elementalist. Um, And then there's, like, some kind of ritual involved in unbinding an elemental, which you don't remember the specific 
topics of. It was like on a, a midterm class. You know what? It was on your test before you quit. It was a thing you had notes for. You had flashcards, and those flashcards had little pictures on them. Like, whoa, throwback. Like, that is a, it was just a weird moment. Like, you, you oh, all run through I those get flashcards. Hit by a heck of a lot of deja vu. And mm-hmm. then I just like sigh and rub my hands together and try to do another ray of frost. But I got a 23 this time. Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. Let's see if I do any damage. I have minus two to my damage. Let's see. Four damage. Uh, Pretty good. Cold. And its speed is reduced by 10 until the start of my next turn. Because it's a cold ray. Yeah. (laughs) He gets that debuff. uh, And you can see uh, Gramps' eyes light up as he's happy that you uh, uh, were able to do a little more this time around. Well, he's very encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) Next would be Avalon. Oh, right. Uh, Dropping the things in my hands, I'm just going to try and yank him to the ground and then pummel him. Great. Opposed strength. Uh, 21. 21. That is uh, enough to flip over the grapple and pin him down underneath you and you get an attack roll on him. All right. 21 again. Whoa! That'll be a hit! I guess unarmed damage. Uh, is that just one? Um, yes, it is. Okay. Unless you have the Tavern Brawler feat, which Virgil does. All right, so I deal 10 damage. 10 damage! Woo! Yeah, most, of you, it, most of it fire. <laughs> you sock him in the shoulder blade and his, uh, he has some serious shoulder pain. Wait, are you saying you have Tavern Brawler? No. He gets no, plus rage. nine because of all his rage points and strength. Right, and got it. Be- between, between rage and the extra fire damage from the necklace and strength. Got it. It is Gramps' turn. And uh, Gramps says, all right, y'all might want to cover your ears because, and he unhinges his jaw and lets out a very similar screech to the one that came out below decks. Everyone make me con saves. Can I try and cover my ears? You can. You have a little (laughs) bit of a a thing, so you can have plus two to your roll. This kid got a nat one. Four. I think I'm still below decks, right? Yes, so you don't hear it. Okay. Thirteen. I got a 25. Nice. Yeah, you are able to cover your ears in time uh, and Gramps beams at you. Uh, the rest of you uh, are stunned for a round and lose your next action. Oh, no. All right. Uh, uh, does that yank me out of rage also or no? Uh, I'd say not. Okay. Okay, next up is Flaxen. All right. So is there anybody left down here? Uh, nope. Well, just right. you, you and the night guest. I'm going to run up the stairs up to the deck. And is it just Gramps up there? Yep. I'm going to shoot him with my blowgun. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the blowgun does something. There is a blowgun. Uh-huh. It's real. With a... Is this your paper one or the one you stole from the museum? The one I stole from the museum. Okay, great. The paper one with... definitely wasn't useful. The paper one got soggy long, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> great. I'm glad we spent so much time building that. 17. Uh, 17. You definitely hit Gramps with your blow dart. Is it a, uh, sneak attack? Yeah, you have Avalon on top of him, so there's definitely someone else he's engaged with. Thank you for not missing and shooting Avalon. it's 12 damage. 
What? Uh, with that, you uh, you shoot your blow dart, uh, and with eagle eye precision, you uh, uh, sever the uh, the links of its spinal column, uh, and it crumples <laughs> into bony pieces on your deck. Uh, and Gramp says, "See you all soon." I rolled a six with my d8 or my d6. I mean, and then I rolled a, and then it's automatically one damage, and then I added my plus five decks. Damn, you have <laughs> plus five decks already? Yeah, I had plus four, two. and then I got this sweet cloak. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, the sweet nice. cloak. Um, is anyone else going to try and do anything before Avalon's second, t- like, like, like two rounds from now? Are we out of combat now? You guys are all out of combat at this point. Uh, yes. So, so currently, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. That means that when Avalon regains. I guess not regains consciousness, but like when I when I'm like able to look around again, uh, rage mind is going to just look for whatever's unfamiliar. Um, yeah, and- you see, there's a pretty small. Uh, it's not. He's like a teen. He's maybe like five two, uh, but it's a, a crocodile teen who is cowering behind Rowan. Um. Yes. Uh. And I'm going to charge. Oh, my God. I'm standing right in front of him. (sighs) What do you do? Should we stay in initiative? Rowan, what do you do? Now we're out of initiative. It's fine. Okay. Can I just, like, grab the kid and kind of roll out of the way or attempt to? Sure. You're standing at the top of the stairs. So you're rolling down the stairs or, like, onto the deck? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not down the stairs. Can I roll in, like... A diagonal direction away from whatever we'll see based on your acrobatics check. Uh oh. Oh, my acrobatics is good. Is it out of character? I'm sorry about this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) In character, Avalon has no regrets and will not remember this. (laughs) Two HP. It's fine. Fine. Nine. Oh boy. Yeah. Nine. Um, Do you Uh, you want me to make some sort of roll? Try to roll, Avalon. Make me an attack roll. All right. Actually, roll me damage. You hit. Oh, uh oh. The deck the deck um, save was to get out of the way. Still, well, this is still unarmed damage. Yes. So that's going to be ten damage again. All right. Yeah. You uh, lunge to to hit the kid, and uh, Rowan uh, curls himself in a ball around the the kid and drops to the floor. And yeah, you crunch Rowan right in the back. Ooh. For ten mm. points of damage. <laughs> I am definitely out cold. I am at like negative eight. There's no (laughs) negatives. It stops mattering at zero. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm out. (laughs) Bye. Shit. (laughs) Avalon. Um, I shout after him in an attempt to make him lucid again. I just want to go tackle him. All right. Uh, As you try and do this, Avalon, you lose a hundred percent control. Rowan. You are you are below decks. You're heading up above decks. You brush past and That's you see wrong flaxen. Fuck me! <laughs> Running up from below decks, Rowan is no, not flaxen. there. Rowan, you see flaxen, flaxen run past you. No, I was right that time. Shut up. Oh, you, you were. Weren't. Rowan's I unconscious. I'm Rowan, unconscious. You okay? Fuck off, all of you. Uh, flaxen, you run from yeah. below decks past the body of. Rowan Ridley, played yes. by Shane Guo, and you pass, you run past him, and you see Avalon Veristinia 
wreathed in flame. And hanging above him, you can see the visage of a massive blood-crazed phoenix. And it has two massive talons, like, stuck into the ship uh, as it looms over his head with righteous fury billowing out of its eyes. Uh. All right. I muster all of my courage and knowing what I know about elementals, I'm going to take a power stance and put my hand out and I'm going to say, Stop! <laughs> wow. This is so oh. anime right now. You put your hand out and you say, stop. Virgil, you're tackling Avalon? Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah, literally nothing happens. Uh, Flaxen, Shit. literally zero things. Literally no thing. Oh, you know. Are, are these opposed strengths? Be calm! Yes. Um, Natural 20, bitch. Wow, I, I, I rolled a 19 for a total of 24, so that you had to have that. <laughs> Damn. Oof. It's, getting, it's getting real anime up in here. Shame <laughs> I'm not awake to see this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you tackle me. Yeah, I tackle you to the ground and I... um. Not to the ground. So you run forwards and tackle Avalon. Uh, he is standing on top of where Rowan just was. You tackle him and you carry both of yourselves down the stairs into the main cabin downstairs. Oof. Both of you are knocked to the floor down there and take an additional two points of damage. Oof. Uh, and then do me improvised attack, uh, Virgil. Um, what's the nearest object? That within grabbing distance. Uh, well, there's the night ghast. Um, <laughs> Anything more inanimate? Uh, yeah, sure. What's I'm down in the like main ketchup, cabin? How about a ketchup bottle? Yeah, there's a ketchup bottle, for sure. I just want to smash it on his face. Great. <laughs> cool. cool. Good. That's a 18. Yeah, that hits. For four damage. Alright, that's two damage. Uh... All right. Um, oh, you're bleeding did, everywhere. Wait, yeah. Does that give me minus five hit points? Uh, because ketchup. <laughs> hey, no, it's not the ketchup that was bad. It was the food that the ketchup was on. Uh, oh, oh ketchup, okay. I'm not saying ketchup is villainous. <laughs> please, readers, don't send me tweets. I love ketchup. Heinz, please sponsor us. Uh, okay, so you're right. We should be back in a in initiative. Uh, so that was just Virgil's turn. The skeletons are out. Rowan, you're death saving. Do I just roll a a d20 and hope for the best? Yes. Again, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Nah, it's cool. (laughs) I'll get you back one day. (laughs) Oh, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, shit. Not a good (laughs) roll, too. Well, thankfully, it only matters if it's above 10 or not. Yep. Uh, So next is Ishmael. Okay. I shout, Rhythm, can you handle Rowan? Um, um, um. She's clearly okay, panicking. Great. I leave it to her, and then I run <laughs> over to the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see that Virgil and Avalon are down there, right? At the bottom of the stairs? Yes. And it looks horribly um, I cast bloody. Fog Cloud. Fog Cloud. Very nice. On I cast us? Fog Cloud on you, with the intention that if Avalon can't see anything to attack, he'll come out of rage. Very nice. Ah, that's not a, not a bad idea. That's my turn. Unfortunately, I am very much aware of Virgil's presence hitting me with a ketchup bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's all I got. Yeah, I'm basically like squatting over your chest right now, like straddling yes. you kind of. But you both right. are entreaded in fog, so you do have disadvantage on a tech roll, Zephalin. Okay, so I'm going to just try and punch you off of me. That is a 23. That hits. Um, because reckless attack means we both have normal attacks now. Because everything against me is an advantage and everything I do has advantage. Um, sure. All right, so that hits. That's 10 damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you hurl Virgil off of you over into a wall, and the wall cracks, and chunks of the side of the ship fall off. Ooh. There's a nasty cracking sound, uh, and you can see daylight out, the, out through the ship wall. In the middle of the night? <sighs> it is nighttime. You can see moonlight. Okay. Ten damage puts me at negative two, but I'm going to use second wind to roll a d10 to get that much hit points Great. back. So I'm up to four hit points. All right. Uh, next up is Flaxen. I'm going to try to go stabilize Rowan. So from where you're standing, you can actually see that uh, uh, the quartermaster is going over to stabilize mm. Rowan. Um, your, oh, okay. your handout to held stop. The phoenix is staring at you now. Oh, he's yeah. still there. He didn't go down into the no, boat. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's staring at you. I stare it down. Why are you doing this? Make me a perception check. Oh. Does it speak common? Sixteen? Uh, definitely doesn't speak common. Actually, it probably does. It's big enough. It's a big enough elemental. It speaks common. But what you notice is not that. You notice the big, heavy manacles on its two front talons. Um, and you notice something quite curious about them. They have inscribed upon them a moon which seems pretty not fitting for this phoenix uh, or for any of the sigils of uh, Avalon Veracinia's house. Um, mm. It seems, yeah, there's, there's, there's just a moon on these suckers. That's... <laughs> but it definitely doesn't respond? Uh, it, it continues staring you down. Um, I continue staring it down. All right, next pulse is Virgil. <laughs> Where are we now? We're in the downstairs. You're in galley the main or? cabin. You were just hurled into the wall. Um, you're in the main cabin downstairs, sleeping quarters. But it's still foggy. It's still foggy. I'm just gonna try and call out to uh, Avalyn and say, uh, "Verstinia, snap out of it, buddy. You're you're okay. It's just a little ketchup." <laughs> It's actually quite a lot of ketchup, I think. Yeah. Uh, next would be Rowan, death save. Actually, uh, you get a chance to be stabilized by the quartermaster first. Okay. And she succeeds. Uh, you Yay. are unconscious but stable. Cool. I'm just going to lie here. I didn't kill someone. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. Is okay. it my turn now? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Um, I feel like I've done all I can do with Avalyn and and this room, I guess. I don't know. Um I wanted I want to do a quick glance behind me again. Is Death still on our ship? Uh Death is still on the ship, sitting on the rail, and it uh once again it looks sheepish that you catch caught it. Uh and in fact it hops off the side of the ship and starts walking uh back towards the fog once you see it this time. Huh. Um 
It's not what I was expecting. Okay. I'll admit I'm a little bit distracted. So I just, I run over to the, I think the spot where she just was. And I lean over the railing and watch her go. Cool. Yeah, you see that she she's walking at a pretty brisk pace. And in fact, you uh, you can see that she parked her little uh, bicycle just to the side of the ship, uh, and she hops on it and starts riding on top of the waves over towards the fog bank. Huh. All right. I just kind of wave her goodbye, even though she can't see me. That's mm-hmm. it. That's my turn. All right. Uh, next would be Avalon. As I have fully lost control, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask, is... Virgil talking at me enough for me to like charge in that direction or am I sort of directionlessly angry right I now? I would say at this point the most reasonable course of action I think would happen next is that Avalyn uh, utterly destroys the room but with no longer an ability to see Virgil there's no one to direct anger at. Just start smashing furniture? Yep, start smashing furniture, smashing through the wall to the uh, mess. Um, I will do that. Great. Yeah, the room is, uh, it, it takes, you know, a sizable amount of time. Like, these episodes could last a really long time back in the prison. And it's similar once again. The room is absolutely shredded uh, by the time you Just slowly like snap back out of it. Hey! <laughs> I heard the room has an eight-pack. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and uh, uh, it's only with around, like, a half hour of time that you're calm enough to have a normal conversation and uh and rowan's back up and kicking so does that mean we're out of initiative out of combat out of initiative as the dust is settling the five of you and the quartermaster and the new crocodile teen all reconvene on deck under the stars the tension's pretty high. All right. I, I keep my distance Goodness from gracious. everyone. Uh, seeing that you keep your distance, I start off with, Avalon, get over here. We have to talk. Uh, I w- walk forward with my hands held up, like, um... Trying to be as non-threatening as possible. So you want to tell us the story with this? We're your crew, and you just destroyed our ship and almost killed one of our members. Two. Um. Three, says the crocodile teen. You're not one of our members. We'll talk to you this later. This is all your fault. <laughs> Go clean up that ketchup. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Um, the crocodile teen sits back down and continues eating some chips, ahoy. <laughs> uh, look. Wait, have, 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 has everyone filled me in on what, I, what happened? N- no. No, is that, okay. Is that a confusion that you have? Yeah, because, okay, then in that case, I go, well, that... I was afraid this would happen. Um, Yeah, when I get angry in the in a fight, uh, sometimes I lose control. Um, That's uh, that's what happened to my brother. 
But but when the fight is done, why do you keep going? What's up with that? I don't know. That hadn't been happening recently. Didn't seem like he knew it was over. He saw this Croco kid and he was like another another fella to get out of the way. Why did I, why are you like this? Do you know? I might know. No, what? Oh! <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> Peanut gallery over here. Avalon gets his powers from a phoenix. Yes, the yeah, the the Veristinia family elemental. That's why that's where I get like my fire magic from, like the the fire firebolts that I can do. When you go into a rage, I can see your phoenix. I'm sorry. You, like you it it's a long way away. Like so no, it like plants itself down behind you and you channel your power through it. I haven't seen that. You've seen that? Yeah. This time when I saw it, it had moons on it. What? Wait, maybe just start from the beginning. Why can you see this? Yeah, give me a little uh, more context, says Rhythm. What kind of moon? Uh, I don't know. I just started seeing this stuff. I, uh, it's got to be related to the thing where I can talk to elementals. Yeah, that's not something you told us about. What? You can talk to elementals? Yeah, I can, like, command Ishmael around. No, you can't. <laughs> no, I can no, do Ishmael what I want. Overgast. That's not his name. Our Please neighbor. tell me that's not his name. <laughs> uh, he, like, does what I says. At, at first, I didn't realize that it was weird, but he certainly it seems doesn't like do what I he say. only responds to me. I want to test this. Uh, I turn to the night guest. And it's I downstairs. Say, Ishmael, get up here! <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah, All right, now you tell him. To you, it- Hey, Gast, you mind coming up here for a second? Uh, you see a very terrified and scared uh, gazelle-like figure slowly climb the stairs, tup, 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 uh, and walk out of the staircase. It looks terrified to not be in the dark. Um, it's quite, quite scared. But you can see the, the, the thin veil of smoke around it. And I just want to double check. It doesn't have any shackles on it, right? Uh, it doesn't, no. So it likes you. Can you tell it to, tell it to do something it doesn't want to do? Please don't. <laughs> Yeah, I no, think I you need, already did that. I need that. to make sure that this is what's happening. Doesn't have to be uh, something bad. Well, jumping jacks. I just want to prove that it's now actually... I'm imagining a gazelle doing jumping jacks. <laughs> uh, Gast, will you turn around three times? What? I'm going back downstairs. Uh, at this point, the, the Gast... Uh, turns around and walks back downstairs and as it goes into the uh the darkness it seems visibly much happier again hmm. so i guess i don't control it but it seems to listen to me well you can't control something unless you've got manacles on it okay so this doesn't mean much but it does seem like it's somehow related to you can see a phoenix so maybe elementals just like you or something also what was that about a moon on the phoenix like a rune, but it's, I don't, 
really think moons are associated with fire, not where I'm from. Is that normal? They certainly are not. They're associated making... with star magic, I believe. Yeah, can I make an arcana check on moon runes? Sure. Maroons? Six. Ah, oh, boy. Flashcards, right? Can yeah. I can I can I make a history check? <laughs> sure. Okay. That's a 17. A 17. Yeah, definitely. Star magic, for sure. Yeah. That's some form of star magic interfering there. Hmm. 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 Well, maybe when we get to your island, we can investigate further. Yeah, this isn't going to wait till we get to the island. Avalyn, what can you tell us about this situation and what you know about it? This can't keep being a problem while we're... We can't be jeopardizing our safety anytime we're traveling with you. Yeah. This is why my family exiled me. I think I handled it. I mean, I'd like to not also have to exile you. I don't know about going that far, says Rhythm, but maybe we could put him somewhere in like a cupboard or something until we get there. Stick him in a room. I don't think a cupboard is going to stop him. Well, if he can't smell um, battle... What, what triggers this? Uh, usually being attacked or it's either being attacked or just uh, just getting very angry. Um, I accidentally set the floor on fire in the cabin a little while ago while talking to the guest. Any, anyway, um, the I mean, what I remember from this episode is uh, just is I fell asleep making my legal defense and then woke up downstairs covered in ketchup. <sighs> nice. Um Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh the I did I did in my I I mean in my research I found uh I I found the the formula for a potion that produces these effects. I I don't Seems sort of like the opposite of what we want. How long has yeah, this been happening but, to you? Um, a couple of years. Is this some sort of possession thing? Is that what was going on with that phoenix that you saw? I don't think so. Not normally, but this is all new to me. So, like, what? Like, did you reach a certain age and then the family curse passed on to you or something? No one in my family has a history of this. They're wizards. Huh. My brother and I were the first ones in a couple of generations to actually, like, take the martial training seriously. Everyone else sort of went through the motions. If we get ambushed in the middle of the night by skeletons that can just swim to us anytime, what guarantee do we have that you're not going to kill us all unpredictably? What, what, what do you have? What bone do you have to throw us here? Anything? Um... No, though I um I have an idea. I don't know if it would work at all. Are there are there types of manacles that could in theory cut off my connection to the Phoenix? It's an interesting idea. I glance over at Flaxen. I'm all, I'm so new to me. They don't even have magic where I grew up. Have you, Flexen, have you ever had this experience of elementals being your, your pal? Is this a new thing? Uh, pretty much started with uh, our boy Ishmael down there. 
Man, what is going on lately? Weird things are going on, huh? Yeah. yeah. This does not bode especially well for my legal defense. Definitely does not. I was hoping I might be able to claim that someone w- would have poisoned me with that potion that sends people into murderous frenzy. But I mean, it's not too late. Yeah, I mean, I- but unless someone's dosing me with it on a regular basis, which doesn't seem likely, uh, then... I, I gotta be real, Evelyn. I think you're a great dude, but if you're, like, putting us all in danger, I'm gonna have a hard time helping you with your court case. I know. Well, the whole point of the trial is so that everyone else can go run around and look for information in my uncle's library while it's going on. Yeah. Seems to me like you got five eyewitnesses so you can't control it. Yeah, that doesn't remove responsibility on my part, though. It does to some extent, don't it? I guess that's true. It's not completely your fault. Yeah, but the the fact remains that I did kill my brother during one of these. Wait a minute. You said you don't remember anything? Nothing. It's entirely blank. What if it wasn't you who killed him? Huh. Yeah, how do you know it was you? Well, there was blood on my sword, and he was dead, and the the wounds matched. That don't Mm. mean anything at all, says the Dock Master. This sounds fishy to me. I... That sounds incredibly convenient. Convenient for whom? Convenient for anyone that didn't like you. And anyone who wanted to kill your brother. Don't you have issues with your whole family, Evelyn? Mostly because I killed my brother. Oh, okay. Well, then again, Mm. if someone was looking for a way to tear the family apart, killing uh, killing the heir to the Veristinia line and making the family exile the second in line would pretty effectively do that. Maybe maybe Rhythm should sleep in this boat and Avalyn should sleep in hers. It's not a bad idea. I like uh, that. I don't Rhythm's like that, but got I... got cool stuff in her boat that I don't want Avalyn to wreck. I think we got bigger Look, fish to fry than some things. <laughs> we can take the, uh, take the valuables off, put him on can, there, lock yeah, it up. We can take the things. This yeah. is Rhythm's decision. At this rhythm, uh, it stands up and goes over and walks over to you, Avalyn, and and extends out a hand and says, Avalyn, I think you've been dealt a pretty rough hand, and whatever I can do to help, uh, I'll do do what I can. Um, yeah, you're, you're welcome to use my ship for a while. Um, I cautiously shake her hand and say, thank you. And it uh, looks like we've got a little bit of time anyway, so I'm... I'll do what I can to help out and see that we can get as much time as possible before your court case. We got, what, uh, four days before we hit land? I think we can do a sizable amount of preparation work. Just getting things in order before then. We'll need to start over on what I had accomplished. I glanced in the captain's quarters, and uh, the the desk doesn't really exist anymore. (laughs) That's Um, that's our... Well... I'd say at least this time you won't be doing it alone. I love that yeah. disc. Also, <laughs> uh, also, Virgil, you may want to put the door back on its hinges. Yeah, well, um, if you ask me, so, this is all that. the crocodile kid's fault, so he should probably 
He wants to stay on this boat. He's got a little bit of work to do. Hey, I don't know what, uh, you, I, you asked me to come on this ship. I didn't know mom. such thing. Yeah, you were asking me and my mom, like, hey, you should get out of town. I gave you guys a fair warning. You committed the crime of stowawaying. And on, <laughs> and on my ship, the punishment for that is cleaning up the mess. His eyes go really wide, and there's clearly, like, an amount of respect and fear given to you, Virgil, that he has not uh, probably given to other authority figures in his life. Being able to walk around as the mayor's son is pretty big and crunched by it. He, he mumbles under his breath, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll go, I'll go clean up the mess and the mess. It's a really mild punishment for stowing away. Just clean up. And unless there's anything anyone else wants to say during this convo. Yeah, I've got one more thing. Okay. Uh, I'll approach Avalon and say, uh, yeah, you got dealt a bad hand. I'm sorry for doubting you. Don't worry about it. I doubt myself most days. Yeah, that's fair. That's it. That's all I got. And as your conversation wraps up, the next few days feel like a blur on the way to the Veristedia estate. There's plenty to do. The ship itself is moaning a lot and falling a little to pieces below decks. But luckily, with the help of the new alligator, uh, at least there's some work that gets done, though the alligator ends up hanging out with the nightgast a lot and they play cards and uh, don't get a lot done, <laughs> while the rest of you have to do most of the work. Oh, it usually good. ends up being rhythm. delinquents. That's uh -huh. adorable. Yeah. <sighs> However, as the next several days pass, I'd love to know just are there any things that you guys are doing? What are you what are you doing over these few days? Either we can do little vignettes if there's pieces that you want to do or uh just kind of give me summary statements kind of stuff. Um let's start with Rowan. I sleep a lot to recover. That's basically it. Yeah, you're pretty wiped out by that big fight uh, and then being attacked Sorry. by your own team member. Uh, there's a lot of healing to do. And it's not just like hit points getting recovered. There was some serious like spine damage that needs to spend some time healing. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just kind of give instructions out for my hammock or I guess the, I'm, I, I'm going to take over the captain's quarters for the nice bed, okay? Um, <laughs> I, Is that all right, Captain? I just give orders out from the bed and I'm like, okay, well, I trust the ship to do, know where it's going. And then I tell, like, and I trust Flaxen to know how to do the ship things. I repeat the orders louder. Huh? <laughs> Can I repeat the orders louder? Too, you're too frail. Be calm. Be calm, friend. <laughs> hard report. Hard report. I feel hard like my report. recovery is taking twice as long because like Virgil's there. But uh -huh. I just rest up a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well while you are resting, uh Rhythm does the nicety of moving her record collection into your uh uh into your quarters uh and sets up some music to play. So you at least have something to listen to. Right child. That's really nice. Right child. Yeah, um, I really appreciate that. Sometimes I'll like strum my kalimba along with the song. It's a, it's a good chill time, resting up from being attacked by my friend. Very nice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyone else? Yeah. So when we're all sitting around the, the table, I lean in when we're all eating. I say, listen, I think we need to come up with a plan. And I think... We all need code names. So, 
<laughs> I'll be the captain in this situation. You can call me Captain Rax and Flown or Cap Rax if you want. <laughs> captain, you'll be Argyle Backwater. <laughs> Ishmael, you're Ibrahim Sunny Day. Ooh. And then, of course, Avalon Veristinia. You can't have a code name. That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Wait, thanks. Can I be the mud but man? But if you want one, I came up with Valvoline Arrested Stigma. <laughs> <laughs> and Rowan, you'll be Oren Mystery. Oren Mystery? Oren Mystery. Damn. Cool. And uh, got Cadence Grown Child. That's you, Rhythm. Oh. And uh, I think that's all of it. You've done good hey, work. Hey, what about me? <laughs> Says the alligator. Oh, yeah. Can I be the admiral a, or the captain be admiral? Catmiral. What's your What's your name, little alligator? Well, if you didn't ask, I'm not going to tell you. Well, then you're Toothy McFangs. Ooh, that's a cool one. How the hell did you know my name? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your code name is Fangy McTeeth. <laughs> How the hell? That's it's all up here, kid. Wait, so so Crunchbite was the person in charge of Crunchbite was Mayor McFang. That sounds yeah, great. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you got it, Caprax. That's right. All right, glad we're all on the same page here. That's the end of my scene. What page is that? <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> Um, I want to spend some time watching Flaxen drive the boat because uh, I want to learn about sailing. Ooh, yeah. cool! So I'm not I'm not steering, but I'm doing all the sails. And sure. Stuff. Yeah, can, you make so me, I, can you make me a little teach check? Yeah, I'll make it teach. Intelligence. Check. Oops, I got a nat one for a zero. Oh, maybe <laughs> the worst teacher <laughs> history has ever seen. <laughs> um, I have a pitch. Can I make a learn check, but like with disadvantage because I'm not good at paying attention to learning stuff can you have trip advantage because you have uh the worst teacher in history also <laughs> triple what? triple disadvantage Tri super disadvantage <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i'll just like keep rolling well i mean 10 was my lowest so that's oh, not three? bad yeah wow that's pretty good that's uh yeah i'd say like if in a pinch you think you could probably uh operate this thing if you had someone else that you could go running to if something else was broken um and this it's also, line is called the weeble squanders and you got to pull it up when you're going fast but you got to slow it down weeble, when you're going slow squan, slow squander we yeah all right I, I so you give it a tug when the boat's going fast you listening to me you don't ever give it a tug when the boat's going fast don't, It'll, don't do it don't tug when it's slow got it no, 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 no. Always tug when it's slow, but tug. don't tug when the boat is going slow. Tug when slow, but not when... Yeah, you got it. That sounds good. <laughs> yes, I prefer if you tug it twice, though. That's kind tug. of my thing. The thip tug does twice, chime in every once slow. in a while. Jeez. <laughs> it, it, it offers helpful advice. Helpful is in quotes there. Cool. That's my scene. Um, Any time that I have where I'm not working with rhythm on my legal defense i want to be looking in that alchemy book to see if there's like the opposite of that frenzy potion well that's actually like a thing it's called that, the frenzy that I think, potion. Uh, rhythm immediately latches onto the alchemy slant of this thing and she says you should start mixing potions immediately um see what pops out uh and if we can find something that's better than the book um because if there's some kind of alchemical angle then then that's that that'll hold up in court they're all magic folks so alchemy is certainly part of the the research as well 
as well as elementalism. Um, she puts that on the table when, as soon as the conversation around the Phoenix has popped up. Um, so her, her job at, at, at the start is very much kind of opening the spectrum of what you were looking at. You were looking at a very pretty narrow circumstance, but she, she kind of tries to help you tackle the case from a couple different angles, both this alchemy thing, this elemental thing, as well as if there's some kind of sabotage, perhaps you didn't commit the crime at all. If you don't remember it and no one else there was witness, could have been anyone. It's only circumstantial evidence that points you to the murderer. That's uh, yeah. That, that so that's yeah. That's very helpful. Uh, do I need to make like an alchemy check? Not to checks. See you just tell me the two ingredients you put into the pot, and I tell you what comes out. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember all the ingredients that I have, so that's a bit of an issue. Um, oh, I yeah, see- that makes this a little challenging. I, so, what I know you have is you have three pouches of gnome dust. Gnome dust, yes. Gnome I know dust, I which is good for healing potions. Uh, uh-huh. You combine the last of the sylph hair with yes. the... There was a fire thing? Salamander fire, scales? Fire ant uh, shells fire from ant shells. from Becky to create the star star stuff. Yeah, but I feel like I had extra fire ant shells or something like that. Uh, you um, you probably have like a pouch like, of salamander scales, I think, from Unglian's old pack. Wait, salamander or fire ant? Salamander stuff. You used up all the fire ant ones. Oh, okay. And then um, you have uh, a big bag full of bone shards from all the bone okay. elements you just fought. Um, gnomes are sand? Yes. All right. Well, then I suppose I will try all of the potential combinations of these three things. Uh, okay, the bone shards plus gnome dust produces a uh, vial of pure blue water, but it seems to sparkle with glitter inside that seems maybe it increases your armor class when you use it with a plus two for uh, the day when you drink it. Cool. Gnome, dust, and salamander scales gives you a healing potion of 1d6 plus two health. Oh, great. And then the last one was bone shards plus a salamander scale. As you combine these two things together, you can see that they don't go pretty well together. seems like combining bone and fire is a pretty messy business. And uh, as you do, you produce this flask of weird-looking liquid that you have no idea what it does. Oh, good. That's (laughs) just what we want. Well, none of that seems especially useful for what I'm trying to make. But I take my results to rhythm anyway. One thing that she immediately calls out is that it's super weird that you can combine uh, bone shards and gnome dust at all. It seems like, at least from the book that you guys are reading from, it's super weird to be able to combine two diametrically opposed elements, like sand and air, or water and stars, or fire and bone. The fact that it can even hold itself, the fact that you can combine those two at all is super strange, and the book does not talk about that. So one of the things that it points her to uh, is saying perhaps there are many undiscovered potions that you could talk about that would have effects that you don't know. She does ask what your potion that you made does, and you do not know what this weird weird goop does. My only option is to like to drink it, but that drink seems it. highly dangerous. Drink it. Um, drink it. I I'm gonna take like a very small sip of it and see what happens. Uh, all right. So. That evening, you're all having a conversation around oh, the table. <laughs> yes. Uh, the entire main deck has been shredded. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Avalon went that. on another spree. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I see. The whole main deck was destroyed and currently unconscious is... Uh, let's roll a d6. 
two, three, four, five. Oh, the alligator boy. Oh, <laughs> no, teeth. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Toothy McFangs accident- is unconscious. Did I accidentally make the frenzy potion? Uh, looks like you did. <laughs> looks like you certainly Damn. did. Looks like you certainly uh. went into a mindless rage and destroyed the top half of the ship again. To be fair, it was only a small sip, so it's a good thing I didn't drink the whole thing. All right, does anyone have like a a bell we can put on Avalon <laughs> or something so we all know when he's going somewhere and no one can see him? It's a good idea. Or like a rope, could maybe tie the like anchor a- to him. Mm, that's a <laughs> and, great idea. Can am, we just attach I, you to the mast? I mean, am I? Am I? Am I like conscious? Uh, like, yep, you're conscious and present. I'd imagine a little sheepish, but conscious. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And I, like I we're say, all like standing in the middle of this like destroyed deck. I say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I admit, I admit that wasn't my finest idea. Um, I, uh, I take a rope and start tying Avalon to the mast <laughs> next to the I gnome. Mean, Good luck. <laughs> the gnome uh, gives you eyes. The gnome is exhausted by this uh, this array. Like within inches, came from taking this gnome's life as the entire deck around it was destroyed. Still gagged, it still is tethered to the main mast. Don't worry, Evelyn. I'll leave one of your hands free so that you can like eat. But this is where you live now. Okay. Yeah, I get the sense that if I actually go into a rage, this might not hold me. Don't say that, please, says Rhythm. Please give us the illusion that this does something. Flaxen, you're good at knots. <laughs> Help me with these yeah. knots on this rope. Uh, uh, Alright. <laughs> I tie a bunch of knots. <laughs> Should I roll for it? Uh, I'll do sleight of hand. Yeah, perfect. I make the roll, though. <laughs> okay, well, my sleight of hand modifier is plus nine. Okay, you think you tie it really well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I think great you tie at knots. Super well. I never mess it up. This is yeah, where Avalon's gonna are, live for the rest uh, of the trip. Unless you are <laughs> not great. Ha ha. I slap oh. him. That's somebody else. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of playing with fire at this point, but yeah, I appreciate it. The uh, rhythm moves the rest of your preparation table up around the mast uh, so that you guys can uh, continue working while you are anchored <laughs> to the to the main mast. Um, anything else that other folks are doing? Uh, Before... Um- Toothy was knocked out. I've been training him to fight. Great. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's another teaching check. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We have this intelligence save that you make, maybe? Uh, since I'm a fighter, can I have advantage? Uh, I could say you're able to add your proficiency. Okay. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, I would say that more than oh, he wait, comes no. out as a... As a- Fourteen, because I have a negative one intelligence. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would say more than coming out as a super powerful fighter, by the end of it, you can see that the the alligator is pretty cheery. You also do recognize that the alligator has not put two and two together and figured out that all of its family and home and friends are gone. He, um, he doesn't need to know that uh, yet. a dumb alligator. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's he's more keen on the idea of this being a grand adventure that he gets to go to while running away from home. What kind of weapon are you training him with? I've got a spare rapier he can use. Ah, very nice. Yeah, he he holds his own. Uh, he by the end of the uh, the fourth day of you guys practicing together, and most of the rest of the time he spent being a a bit of a swabby on the deck, uh, um, more of a deckhand for the ship. But 
uh, by, by the end of it, he's able to parry an attack or two and get one or two pokes in on your, uh, your cuirass or whatever you're wearing, whatever armor you've got. And he uh, smiles by the end of it when he actually lands one on you. And he goes, ha, gotcha, Captain. That's <laughs> why they call you Toothy. I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, one night while we're all having a group dinner, I address the group and I say, uh, so I want to I wanna talk about the thing that I overheard on the deck the other day when you were talking to that weather mage. And her ideas about this fog. I've, I've been thinking. She thinks that it was a person who made this. She, she suggested this Morcus Mint person. I don't know anything about this guy. Maybe we can... Maybe really, maybe he really did do something? Does anybody have his um, mage card? Yeah, says Toothy. Toothy uh, pulls out his pack of weather mage baseball cards, uh, and you can see that there's a couple on it that look familiar. Um, there's, of course, Annalisa Overcast. Damn. There is, which, I mean, those are rare. Those are a new print. Wow. He's got the one for, of course, the Duchess Lint, uh, and he continues looking through. And then he does. He pulls out Morcus Mint's baseball card. Huh. Does it have, like, stats on it? Uh-huh. It does. It does. <laughs> and it has Sweet. a little quote. It has some, like, points. So what does he look like? Does he look like he he was kind of a scatterbrain? Yeah, he's kind of an old eccentric guy. He has his plants there in the photo with him. Um, He looks like a bit of a weirdo, like the kind of weirdo, not that would like approach you. But if you approached him and had a conversation with him, it would go on for too long. Got it. Um, So I I put his card down on the table and I say, I don't know if it was this guy. And my sister was there at the prison. She's got a storm glass, too. I don't know if... Your sister has a storm glass? Says Toothy. Yeah. I I don't continue that conversation with him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so here's my question. If a person could make this fog, is it something that they would have to do intentionally? Or is it something that they could do subconsciously? Was I was assuming that this was some kind of godlike force beyond our control, but maybe if... We go with that idea that Luna Lunaroid had. I don't know. That's just something I've been thinking about. Interesting. I mean, this. I certainly don't think this feller did it, at least not on purpose. But if weather mages can do this sort of thing not on purpose with a storm glass, then maybe it could be any weather mage. Yeah. I, I don't know much about how these things work. Um, I didn't really get an opportunity to learn much about them, but maybe if I can try to learn more about what the heck they do, maybe that's why I've been having like weird visions and stuff too, because these things are just real powerful. Heck, I feel like really dumb and irresponsible for having this, and I don't even know how it works. I'm not going to lie. I'll see if I can- You've been having weird visions? Yeah, I told you about them a couple times. Oh yeah, those weird visions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thought you were talking about some different weird visions. Nah, just those. Those are the ones I told you about. Don't don't share those between you and me. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't used to have those before I had this 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 thing. Well, maybe I. No, I did back. No, I. No, I didn't have these before I had the storm glass. It was when I got it. I think back at with the artsy boys. Hmm. Yeah. Well. I'll see if I can research anything about that at the Veristinia estate. Who knows? 
But uh, we're all in agreement that if any of you guys have weird visions, you know, to tell the rest of the crew, because it might end up saving one of our lives. Just yeah, saying. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right. Well, I had a vision. I was bare naked. Uh, I was tied to the front of the boat. Just kidding. And there were, <laughs> and I was a and there were seagulls pecking at me everywhere. And then I'm, oh, wait, that does remind me. I talked well, to I death in the done. last one. <laughs> Sorry. <you. laughs> she didn't really say anything, but we, we can, I can talk to her. So that's kind of weird and freaks me out quite a bit. Wait, am I allowed to participate in this conversation? Yes. Yeah, I think it's probably while we're near I, the mast. Then, then I'll be like, you talked to who? I told you about this. Death. Yeah. Uh-huh. Death, death? I mean, I think so. Wow. That's huh. crazy. Was she and, nice? And, and she wasn't going to kill you? She seemed kind of nervous, but nice enough, I guess. What the I heck don't know. makes I don't really, death nervous? I'm not sure I'm li- really looking for any kind of reaction. It's just I, like Rowan said, I want to keep you updated on weird shit that goes on. Well, that is weird well shit. I don't think that's I I as weird as the weird seagulls shit. one. I'd, I'd like to hear more about that, says Toothy. <laughs> that, that reminds me, I say, cutting off this conversation. You'll know when you're older. Uh, the, the mercenary <laughs> group that we traded with, they're probably dead, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, they're oh dead. yeah, they're definitely dead. Hope so. yeah. However, they mm. may have sent a message saying, "Look, everybody, Ishmael Overcast made the fog." So right, doesn't and matter. Got cloak. As much as I don't want that to be true, as long as I don't know anything about this storm glass, I can't say that that's false. Yeah. Well, it- I think just knowing that they were after it means we probably shouldn't go blabbing that we have it. Yeah, agreed. Especially at the Veristinia estate, which is a good thing for us to talk about here, too. Tomorrow morning, we should be pulling in. Anything that we should know before arriving? Do y'all remember your code names? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Tell us one, one more from the top. <laughs> All right. I'm Cap Rax. That's short for Rax and Flown. This here Virgil is going to be Argyle Backwater. Uh-huh. Ishmael, your Ibram Sunny Day. Uh-huh. This is Avalon Veristinia. If he really needs a code name, he's Vavilene Arrested Stigma. Under no circumstance. This is Oren Mystery. Oren. Cadence Grown Child. And uh, our buddy Ishmael Overgast. And Fangy McTeeth. I like Under no circumstance will I be called Valvoline. <laughs> Vavilene Arrested Stigma. Oh. This is too confusing. Oh, uh, maybe we should sleep on it. Well, I mean, I- I'm the captain, so my decision. <laughs> I want to be Dr. Catfish But you're Argyle Backwater It was, was a good one I don't like that I'm, I'm mutinying <laughs> This is mutiny I'm the captain <laughs> Oh no And tomorrow morning uh, You guys all do awake As the ship pulls to the dock Outside of the Veristinia estate The last of your stardust Burns out of your engine And the fog is left long behind you as you uh, spy the estate, a beautiful, beautiful island uh, with there's a a couple of docks uh, where there are little ships of everything from little sailboats to big long sailing ships you need a weather mage for. Um, There's a weather balloon or two parked uh, by the docks. There's uh, a bunch of other just like beautiful vistas out front. There's no one there, though. No one at the gatehouse. Well, 
No one except for the horde of gnomes standing on oh, the dock for- as you sail up towards the dock where this horde of gnomes uh, is all staring angrily at you, led by an orcish skeleton from the prison at the end of the world. 